All right, my friends, I have a very special episode for you today. And as you can tell, it's got some beats behind it. So this is a little bit more of, um, I guess, an emotional episode. And it's something to where I had a client ask me what to do about this. And I went digging for um, through my notes when I was a previous binge eater because I saved all my notes. I literally took inventory on my emotions every single day. I wrote down every single struggle breakthrough, um, everything that I had. And this is how I created my courses and built out uh, my my one-on-one coaching program, my Creative Nurture program. So uh, one of my clients had talked to me about this and I thought it was something that was worth talking about. But you know, what do you do after a binge or after an overeating session? Or what do you do after a time when you just mess up? When you are like, okay, I failed. This sucked. I did a terrible, terrible job. How do you come back from that? What do you do after this? And even if it wasn't a binge, you know, what if you just like ate something and you're like, I know I shouldn't have eaten this. Like I've done this so many times before. I'm really good at this. Why did this just happen now? So I want to bring to light some of the stuff that people don't talk about in binge eating. Like the post binge eating feels, the binge eating hangover as I call it, to where that guilt and shame just make you feel like you're legit hungover. <laughs> so I wanted to to chat about that and share with you one of my journal entries that actually kind of makes me cry a little bit. So um, let's do it, let's get into it. Okay, picture it, fall 2015, Northern Michigan. Anyone else get that Golden Girls Sophia vibe right there? It would be like my point in time to where it's like, oh, this is like a mini vacation, time to, to you know, just let it all loose and then I'll, I'll start again on Monday. Like that was my constant routine. So to break out of this routine was very, very, very difficult because it, it wasn't easy. This was like a habit loop that I had been doing for years and years and years on end, multiple times a year. So my environment of this place to switch it into just eating in balance was very, very difficult. So after a night where I just attacked some rhubarb pie and <laughs> took on uh, this buffet of everybody, you know, bringing something up, his, my husband's whole family was up there. Um, I mean, I just, I had one of those binge eating sessions where I just couldn't breathe afterwards and it was so uncomfortable. And I wanna share with you what I wrote in my, my notes section of my phone, because I still keep it all. <laughs> uh, and just a forewarning, this could be a little triggering. So for people who are um, not ready to hear this yet, or don't think you're at a place to hear some of the things I'm about to say, I'm uh, just warning you now uh, to shut this off, and you can always come back to it when you need it. So, all right, here is what my post binge journal entry looks like. <sighs> what the fuck just happened? I was doing so well. Might as well slash the other three tires. Okay, Christy, you're done for the night. No more food. And then me, 20 minutes later. Shit, why am I craving more food? I'm not registering that I'm not hungry. My hunger scale is completely turned off and I have no clue how to turn it back on. Fuck. I just ruined my entire weekend. I thought I was doing so well. Alright, I'm trying to learn from this. Trying to move on. Next meal and cue my face into another piece of rhubarb pie. Two more cookies and more chips. Fuck, now I wanna die. Well, I've completely fucked this day up and I've eaten all of my snacks that I brought up here, 
plus all the leftover food that's in the kitchen. And as I was cherishing a Cliff Bar in my pocket, I ate that too. And that was supposed to be the last thing that I ate my emergency bar and it's gone. And now I'm exiting the day an absolutely disgusting amount of calories up, feeling extremely guilty, feeling extremely shameful and very embarrassed. And I have a really bad memory of myself that just came back to life. And I thought I killed that memory of me. And it's amazing when you think you've fixed, fixed yourself and you can't explain why or how you got here in this deep, dark place. The words I've failed aren't cruel enough to describe this kind of hell that I'm going through. I'm not mad about the incredible amount of calories that I ate. I'm mad because I ate them all without even being hungry. I ate them because old patterns hooked me again, and I thought I broke free from that, but they're still fucking there. And they're just making an unwanted appearance at this point. I'm angry because the amount of self-disrespect that I had for myself today was disgusting. I'm angry because I've been feverishly working so damn hard to battle these binge-eating demons, and they got me with one little trick. They got into my habitual state. But you always overeat when you come up here. You always hide out in the kitchen when you say you're going to go to the bathroom and sneak a couple more cookies. But you always eat just because the foods are there. Like, don't worry. You're going to lose it all a week after you get back into it anyway. And I've never gone through a weekend vacation without binging. I guess I'll have to try again. I realize that this will never be perfect, but... Even when I had the chance to stop, I still gave up. I hate that I gave up on myself because that's what my old self would do. I can hear my coach in my head, move past this and start again tomorrow, but I'm tired of starting over tomorrow. I'm tired of starting over again at the next meal. And I'm sick, I'm tired of thinking so much. And I'm tired about these old patterns sneaking back into my life and destroying my progress. This just makes me scared to come up north again. Like, what the hell? I'm angry. After a certain point, it wasn't about the food anymore. It wasn't about pulling myself below the surface to make me think I'm not worth saving. It was about my dark side telling me that I'm not good enough, that I'm not worthy, I'm not worthy of change, and that this is where I need to be and where I need to stay because I don't belong on the good side of things. I belong in the muck in the black lake of a stagnant life. I'm not worth it. I didn't hear my why whisper to me over the psycho concert my emotions were blaring. I didn't hear my conscious tell me to respect myself when my subconscious was yelling at me just to say fuck it. So here's the deal. <sighs> I'm gonna try again tomorrow because I am in the middle of a tightrope and going both forwards and backwards are equally as scary. And I know that when tomorrow comes, I'm going to grip my teeth so damn hard and so hard that I could freaking crack them into a walnut. And I'm going to go back listening to my hunger scale tomorrow as I guiltily look at my thighs, jiggle in the mirror. I'm going to look forward to our next long weekend up north and do my best to shift my anxiety for a second chance at this excitement, even though I know it's going to scare the absolute shit out of me. I'm going to go back to normal life 
which is eating to my hunger scale and living my best 80-20 athletic lifestyle that I'm very capable of living even though my first instinct is to go to a deep calorie restriction and to do extra cardio. I know what's coming tomorrow. It's the guilt, the shame, the body hate, the self-hate, feelings of defeat and remorse. I'm gonna do this all with my fists clenched in a rage and my heart on my sleeve because I didn't really fail this weekend. I learned. Oh, I hate it. I hate learning this way. I hate it. I learned yet another thing about myself on this incredible journey, this incredibly stupid journey. Ugh. I learned yet another thing about myself that I didn't know. And I learned another way not to go about this the next time I go up north. I'm realizing that I ended up saving up my calories. I tried not to eat as much in the beginning of the day because I knew we were having this big feast and I just lost it. And I'm telling myself this incredibly embarrassing story because I want my future self to know that you're not alone. And hopefully I can create a business out of this and help other people realize that they're not alone. And I want you to know that this obsession feels like it will never ever go away but i know it eventually will i just don't freaking know when but for now i'm just gonna do the best that i can i want to give hope that we can one day respect ourselves enough to know that we're worth more than we put in our mouths we are more than the panicked emotions that drive us and that we are only as powerful as long as we think that we are Slip-ups and setbacks, they're going to happen as much as I freaking hate it. And as much as I know that I need to be here right now, I hate being here. But this will pass, and life will go on, as it always does. But I press on because I refuse to be the person that gives up on themselves. I refuse to be the person I was in the past. I refuse to let this beat me. So with tears in my eyes... I'm going to find a way. There has to be a way. So stay tuned. This has become my life's mission so I can one day help others. Whew, it's like getting a little emotional just reading that because uh, I can remember exactly where I was when I wrote that. I was in bed. I went to bed early that night because I couldn't even hang out by the bonfire. It was just so hard for me. And something I want you to notice is almost that Jekyll and Hyde, like you could almost hear the teacher and the student in the same voice. And I'm kind of going back, you know, obviously hearing this again, critiquing it in my head and being like, wow, Christy, you're going to get there. Just keep going. Like this is exactly what I see in all my clients because I know where they're at. It's weird to think about myself like that now because I'm, I'm a totally different person like that. To me, I'm like, gosh, I that was me but it wasn't I don't remember it <laughs> like that wasn't me so um eventually I want to let you know that this is what it feels like to move forward and everybody's like oh just keep going and you're like fuck it's so hard I don't want to anymore I have no more mental strength I am completely exhausted right now but these are the lessons that I learned um post this particular binge and this is actually where things started turning around for me and where in the beginning, this was my framework to where it's like, man, if I could do this, I, I did. I got through that day and the next day I ate normally. I didn't restrict. I didn't 
work out like extra or punish myself with exercise, um, what I did was I started writing down what I did after this. And that's what pushed me forward. That was my motivation to try it again. Like to where I couldn't wait the next time we went up north because I wanted to try this again. And it wasn't perfect, but it got better. It got better and better and better until now it's just like, I don't have to think about food 24 seven while I'm up there. So some of the things that I learned and took back, don't restrict the next day. Whatever you do, one of the biggest mistakes I see people making is that they decrease their calories the next day, hoping it's gonna balance out their binge. But this only reinforces that binge restrict cycle to continue. So remember that your body is naturally going to balance itself out. And it will if you allow it to. And to not punish yourself with more exercise, because this force is always going to turn something nourishing like food and exercise into something that you hate. So what's done is done. You can't go back in time. All you can do is look forward from here. So sit in your shit and understand why this happened so it doesn't happen again. It's kind of like that teach a man to fish thing, you know? This way you don't have to keep asking the man to help you fish. You can go do it on your own. And number two, I want you to speak kindly to yourself, okay? You are not a robot, you are human. What you're trying to break is a habit and a path that you've been on for years, if not decades. Give yourself some kind of acknowledgement of, hey, but the silver lining is, you know, I stopped eating earlier than I would have. But keep practicing this, because that's what it's all about, challenging those, those limiting beliefs. And number three, don't expect perfection. You're learning, right? It's kind of like a baby walking. Um, when the baby first begins to walk, like you're not gonna be like, oh, you're never gonna walk. Are you kidding me? You didn't, you can't walk already? Like, come on, you, you just pulled yourself up. Come on, why can't you do this? No, the baby's gonna walk in their own time. And this is just like you. You're going to unlearn and relearn this in your own time. So give it, give it that patience and that time that it deserves. Number four, allow abundance in foods. So this is about habituating your fear foods. So this means if you want Oreos, buy five boxes of them. This may sound really unorthodox, but the more that your brain sees the abundance in this formerly forbidden food, the more you're gonna feel at peace around it. So say to yourself, this food is not going anywhere. I can always have more later. Number five, I want you to eat enough food. The biggest cause of binge eating or overeating um, is undereating. So eating more food, like a balance of satisfying and nourishing foods at the beginning and middle of your day, so for breakfast and lunch, is actually going to help you and it's gonna help you like stay fuller throughout the day. And remember that a full meal, eating a full meal is going, it should be an amount that takes you to your next meal or snack. So by saying, okay, if you ate, you know, breakfast and you're like, I was hungry 20 minutes later, you need more food. If you ate breakfast and you're hungry an hour before lunch, maybe have a snack or eat more food. But eating more food at the beginning of the day is going to help you balance out your day and add variety. Um, number six, and this is the last one, pull the weed at the root. So my biggest lessons learned were after their binges. And I'm teaching you the things that I know now because I failed my way through this and came out of that failure with my biggest aha moments, which helped me confront my actual like demons and the, the things I was trying to suppress with binge eating. And so I could actually bring them up head on instead of running from them or creating issues from them like binge eating and using them as coping mechanisms. 
So some of the lessons I learned after a binge were that, you know, 90 calorie snack packs do nothing for me but make me angry. And I also learned that by restricting calories in the morning to save up for a night of shenanigans with my friends or family takes me completely into effort mode. And I also learned that I was fearing weight gain because I thought that if I got back to the weight that I was at uh, when one of my most heartbreaking and traumatic events in my life happened, that that trauma would happen again. And a client of mine even went through this and she realized that she was using food as a way to send up a white flag at night uh, on the couch for her husband to pay attention to her. So when we can tap into the root of the problem, not just pull the weed from the tip of the plant there, but to grab the bulb, we then realize that food really isn't the issue at all. But yet that's what we always blame it on. So my friends, this was something that I wanted to share with you. This was something that I wanted to bring to light and let you know that you're doing everything right. You're exactly where you need to be, so keep pressing forward. Okay, that's what I mean by keep going, by, by fail forward. You can do this. You just have to stick with it. It's about consistency more than anything else. Make sure that you find help. Make sure that you have a plan to move forward with this because that's what this is all about. This is about moving forward so you can live your life again and you don't have to think about food 24 seven. All right, my friends, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a five-star review and recommend this podcast to somebody else. Uh, the more five-star reviews it gets, the more people will see it. So um, let's get this message out there. And I honestly couldn't do it without your help. So thank you. And make sure you check the show notes because I have a lot of great resources in there uh, just for you. So, all right, my friends, stay courageous and stay nourished. Until next time, intuitively strong, out.